So we built this evaluation framework. Mm -hmm. And I guess the need or the idea came at some point in the in the community. We were we were doing this. Um, yeah, we're just talking about like how how do you evaluate different tokens or different protocols projects? And then we started with some Airtable and put some content into that um, just to compare them based on um, yeah quantitative measures. Like we're looking at the market cap, fully diluted valuations, and things like that, and just comparing them um, with that a little bit. And then I know we had some conversation, and then we came up with the idea of. Um, this NGMI score that's not going to make it score. So that would be a score with which you could rank these different protocols or tokens in into the likelihood of making it or not making it. And um, I, I wrote an article about that, about the Ponzi scheme, about Ponzi schemes. And I think we talked about that as well. And then I did this little evaluation and then it kind of evolved and evolved. And uh, currently we're, we're doing a prototype of like a 15 question questionnaire um, with which we can hopefully yeah provide a, a really good framework to uh yeah go through the 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 tokenomics of of a project and look into if it's like if it's any good or if this mm. means that um yeah the project is 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 going to succeed or or likely not yeah yeah, the the framework, if it works, it should like I hope that the framework allows somebody to, you know, get a grasp of at least relatively, maybe hopefully even absolutely or fundamentally, right? Like what, how does this token first of all compare with maybe other tokens, and then also then, yeah. We, we talked about whether something's a Ponzi or not. So I think hopefully by going through these questions, each each user would 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 get a better feel for that answer for themselves. Because um, the questions will force them to consider aspects of the project's tokenomics, which should hopefully guide them to yeah get a get an understanding before they plow money into something. And we we didn't want to make it too tedious and onerous, right? Like the, the light version is supposed to be something that someone can do relatively painlessly. Um, maybe do a bit of research while they're filling it up. Uh, and yeah, at the end of it, come away a bit more educated, right? Yeah, so it's really about asking these, these questions, right? And then by then answering them, you kind of have to explain what this thing that you're going to buy or that you're thinking about buying is actually about. And that's what I've, I found really cool. So in the process of doing that, we really did that, right? We, we started with some questions and um, we had like this, this large list and then we went and we consolidated that into really concise and crisp um, or like provoking questions, even like, you know, like, um, starting with the with the product that is actually behind that token and, and asking through what that actually does and how it gains value and, and answering that question will hopefully um, lead to an investigation that a lot of users in the crypto space often don't even do 
Um, but that will then lead them to actually looking in what they, what the product does, what's behind that token. Because in most cases, the token is not the product. Yeah, that's a super important point, right? Like that oftentimes you'd think it's so fundamentally obvious, but it's it's not always the <laughs> case, right? Well, in most cases, yeah. it's not the case, yeah. yeah. In most cases, it's really not. And so, yeah, these, I guess like, yeah, we, we, we built like these these questions and we turned them, we, we classified them into different categories. Um, so like on, on the demand side, we got a few questions on the supply side and on the ecosystem. And then uh, again, then there, we, we kind of break it down into a little, a, a couple of subcategories, like into uh, the utility of the token or the, the, the value of the product, um, the, the team, the project, things like that. And we have like, yeah, a whole set of questions. And we've now in this light version of it, we're currently sitting at 15 questions. And yeah, that will take you, I don't know, two two hours maybe. Maybe we can even trim it down a little bit more. Um, or users could just skip questions if they don't like to. But it's always this this question of like, how, how much time do you want to spend before investing money into something? Um, I guess that oh, goes along that's with zero. That. Yeah, <laughs> you tape into something that somebody else retweeted, and then you yeah. buy into it. Um, but yeah, we obviously we'd like to help investors, and um, so this current version is really for mainly for investors. We'd like to help them to find out if if what they're thinking of buying is really a good a good buy, a good idea, and really yeah. discover why they're thinking of buying it and for what purpose and. Yeah, I think the adjectives you use are pretty apt. Like we wanted it to be provoking, right? And and discovery is really a good word, I think, to use when you do this thing. Because we're hoping that as as you do it, you actually, you know, you get that curiosity going, and you you learn more about the project, and then hopefully as you then do more or you know you start doing them for other projects it becomes this yeah could be actually quite fun to do i think um and in many ways Flo, you you started tokenomics a while ago by you know going getting these um figures done right with uh like with on our walkthrough videos yeah and you were probably trying to answer many of the same questions, right? That these questions are trying to get people to look into. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I think they're, or, or like, <clears throat> yeah, and I think these these are like even even better these questions than than what I've what I've typically. I guess the articles that I've written, um, in most cases, only cover a part of this thing. And um, the, the questions here, they, they really go beyond that, right? So the, the first question really starts with like, how is or will the product gain value, right? So we're um, really trying to get people to look at the, the product or the project that's behind this, not just the token. I think that's really important. Because, um, mm. yeah, the, the token is not, not the product, like I said. So there, there needs to be something behind it. So in the case of Ethereum, that could be 
um, a smart contract platform that's quite decentralized and um, allows you to execute transactions, um, paying paying gas fees, and and that's kind of the the main the main characteristics of the product, right? And um, how will that gain value is is really the the main part of the question was because we're thinking about investors, right? We want this to be something for um, for people who want to invest some money into that, and then thinking about how that will gain value immediately puts you right into that in that yeah right into that that zone to, to figure out how will they actually um, is that is it a, is it a Ponzi scheme? Will it only gain value if there's um, new money flowing in, or does it also generate some value? How do you actually evaluate that and that's definitely something that we um currently in this questionnaire we don't have yet but we we definitely want to um add a little help section for users so that they can um find some links on where, where to find out about stuff like that so there's in a lot of crypto projects you know there, there's been a lot of talk and research about how how they're evaluated with network effects so um, I guess that's something we can refer to then for people to look into. So we're asking that question and then we're helping them, pointing them towards where they can find an answer to that. Yeah, and then after every question, I guess, then we have um, a ranking. And we'll say like, we'll ask something like, how much does this make you want to buy the token on a scale from one to 10? So one being not very much, and 10 being very much and everything in between kind of, I don't know if 10 points is too far, but like I said, we're, this is a prototype, we're kind of testing this, but essentially you would then, um, yeah, after, for every question, you would sort of rank that. And that allows us then to, to summarize that at the end of the whole survey. And if someone has answered 15 questions, we can then average that, um, for the user and tell him like, hey, the, overall the questions that you've answered, your uh, subjective feedback after answering every question was that, and this uh, makes it seem like you're not very certain about buying it because you've answered all these critical questions and, and some of them didn't really sound like it was a good idea to buy it. Um, I think this is a, like, I, I would find this, I find this very useful, this, um, this type of evaluating Yeah, and uh, it gives some. It gives people something solid at the end of it, to because sometimes when you, um, uh, maybe from my own experience, right, if you're going through a process of researching something, you might come away with a lot of knowledge, and even understanding, right, but to then be able to quantify that it's not a simple task right because anyone who's doing investing they're not only it's not a binary thing it's not do i invest or not there are a few different questions that seriously complicate the matter right like uh okay how much do i invest um how long do i keep hold on to something for uh okay not only how much do i invest but how much do i invest relative to the other investments i have right because everything has an opportunity cost associated with it. So how much risk reward is there and 
yeah and do i and how much of my pot do i want to risk you know oh, and it's hard when you you don't quantify it in a systematic way because then you're going you're going through this <laughs> this journey right in time where you're always picking up new investments but there's no no way for you to yeah get a good handle on how you you're supposed to balance that portfolio so it goes a lot deeper than oh yeah i'll buy some you know there's a natural resource investor that i like listening to called rick rule and he says uh too often people go invest according to the line of um have a hunch better bunch <laughs> and i think unfortunately i've been it, it sounds preposterous right but unfortunately i've been yeah i've done that too you know i've read a twitter thread and thought wow this thing looks amazing yeah i need to get some but then okay even if that twitter thread is all you're going to research the next question is how much and for how, how long? long and when are you going to get out yeah. yeah yeah and and it's not like everyone's got infinite cash lying around right what do you need to sell to buy this thing so um i think yeah, it's it's really important and uh who knows maybe as this thing grows, we maybe one day Rick Rule might see this and go, "Hey, I can use this in my natural resource uh, stock picking." Yeah, that's what I was actually thinking when when creating this. I thought like it'd probably be cool for just normal investors too, not just for for tokens. I mean, the questions will be different, but um, kind of this framework that takes you through what do you, you actually need to ask, and then. Um, where can you get the information and then ranking that in a certain way? And currently the ranking is very basic, right? Just add up all the different points and then divide it by the, the number of questions. But in the future we could, um, yeah, sort of weight that. And so like demand is more important or products is more important or supply is more important and, and make yeah. that more sophisticated. But yeah, this is just currently this, yeah. this prototype, just a couple of questions, you know? But uh, at the moment, we would say that as a user goes through the, the 15 list of 15 questions, if one or two questions come out where the person goes, oh, I think this thing's scoring really badly for this question, you know, a one or two out of 10, it should be a red flag, right? It doesn't, the, the, the question should then come to mind, oh, maybe this thing isn't worth risking capital for because you know yeah it might score super well on a lot of other aspects you know a lot of good influencers etc but it's super non-transparent so uh yeah yeah, yeah that, that would like... and, and these questions they they kind of came from the, the ponzi scheme side obviously and so yeah that 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 maybe leads you then to you could actually stop the whole evaluation if you if you get into a question like that unless you're just speculating and you really want to um trade on the hype or something like that which is totally fine people make money with that um but that's probably not um yeah then and there's maybe other questions you should ask I don't know, maybe we need yeah. a hype, a hype version of it, right? Like a speculative version of it. 
Or then the then at least it will get the the user cognizant of the fact that it is a speculation, and then um, that when it comes down to answering the question of uh, how long the time horizon, like you know, how long you want to hold on to the product for the token for, um, yeah, at least then they'll know. Because there was another joke. <laughs> Flo and I were, were talking about when we were going through the questions. Um, a lot of long-term investors started off as speculators. <laughs> they yeah, buy exactly. something they want to speculate on, it drops 50% and suddenly they're long-term investors. They're investors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, we we put that into the questions. This this bit. It's somewhere in there. So yeah, I hope that helps people. And I was just thinking, you know, I guess like if you've answered, let's say for every investment that you do, you uh, fill out this questionnaire, even if it takes you two hours, I think it's may maybe would be time well spent. And then you, you keep all these evaluations for yourself. And what you're saying earlier, Jason, that you kind of, you need to prioritize because um, all the money that you have is sort of also opportunity cost. So which assets do you need to sell to make this new purchase, or to make this new investment, um, could then you, you could then support that, right? Because you would have all these different evaluations for the different tokens that and and th things that you've done in the past, and maybe that would help then help you to to rank them and say like, okay, th this one's a nine out of ten, but the other one I bought last week is only a seven out of ten, so I might want to sell the seven out of ten um, to get the nine out of ten, because this yeah. seems like a better opportunity. Yeah. And of course, there's lots of other factors that play into this and that we're not looking into, I guess, because we really, we try to focus on um, the tokenomics. So I guess we're yeah. not looking too much into price, the past price, price movements and, and things like that. We're, we're more interested in really like, like say one of the, one of the questions um, would be, um, yeah, why does the token have value, right? So we look, yeah. we first look into the product um, and go through that, and then we try to look at really to to pose the pose that question and get the get the, the user of this questionnaire to answer that, and um, and find out probably what the what the utility is to the owner and the wider economy, right? So by by answering that, I think you quickly find out what the token is actually used for, and um, while evaluating that, that that will help you to figure out sort of like where, where demand for it would come from, right? Because if it has no use, then there's yeah likely going to be not a lot of demand for it, aside yeah. from speculation. Yeah. So yeah, these, um, I guess, yeah, we got a bunch more of these. Um, one 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 aspect I want to talk about. Uh, we tried maybe it's a bit of a cheeky thing or you know risky thing that Flo and I were trying to do but we would even though this is something that is very um yeah we're trying to quantify something put put you know put our hand into the chaos and try and come back with a grip on a certain number that we can hold on to right to help us with our decision making process you know in a field where it's definitely not black and white um we tried to also allow for some sort of intuitive uh, gut feel type 
answering because we think sometimes um you know the another joke we often <laughs> remind good each run, other right? of <laughs> yeah good run um you see investing so fun you just end up joking so much uh we said you know if say you would uh you would ask someone hey would you uh would you introduce this guy to your sister as a date right the the, the answer comes out very quickly it's like a gut gut feel answer you go yeah that guy's a good guy you know cool I'll, you know I'll, i hope my sister gives him her number you know i'll set them up or you'll go nah don't think so you know this uh, you know you can't really put your hand on oh is it because he's he's two and a half pounds overweight or he smokes a bit too much or whatever you don't know right you don't know the reason why you have this gut feel and say no i don't want you know or you, you don't want your friend to, to go work at this company you work for or you do want him to work at this company you work for you know it's a it's a holistic sort of human way of making decisions that is oftentimes pretty good at making good decisions because we we're some, we sometimes fall victim to rationalizing what we emotionally want to do anyway you know so say say you really want to buy this car somehow you just rationalize it to yourself that oh yeah look the fuel efficiency is so good that's why i should spend $50,000 more to save a drop of petrol every two weeks right um so anyway what i wanted to say was with our with our evaluation framework you know so re remember when we said we were talking about how do we even give a score to certain questions right yeah. like uh, you know saying oh is the project transparent R rank it 1 to 10 like it's not it, it trips the mind up that way because then you go oh so um yeah how transparent is it is it a 7 upon 10 transparent right yeah. it's, it's difficult to answer it like that but what we thought we'd do is to first you know offer that question up allow the person the user to read the question formulate some sort of a, a a feeling a vibe a thought process in their mind you know all of the above and then answer the question of how much does this make you want to invest in the in 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 this token right so you, we we we're, we're trying to somehow play both sides you have the rational perspective of of considering something and then after that tapping into our gut right and and coming up with a so do you think this makes you want to buy it or not right i'm not we're not asking you to rank how transparent this thing is we're asking you to after thinking about that question think about you know tap into your 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 intuition to go yeah this looks like something that i would still buy or no it gives me a bad feeling yeah we actually like like that so much that we use it for every single as every single question, right? Like for yeah. after every question that we had, we have this: How much does this make you want to buy the token? Because we thought this would invoke sort of a gut feeling. So you you kind of answer, try to answer it, and then we 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 answer that question. Hopefully, um, getting people to give us this like instinctive reaction in a way. So it says, "Yeah, not so much." 
but you can't really pin it down to one exact thing. But since you've just done the answer, um, top of mind, and that would still be top of mind, I think this could be a good way to then classify yeah. it, right? Yeah. Let's see. I mean, it's a, it will know once people start using it and give us feedback, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty hopeful that it should work in an interesting way and hopefully give good results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're trying, to, like, we've, we've done a few of these and we also plan to um, publish a few of the evaluations that we've done on, on Twitter or maybe put them into an article. So a couple of our contributors have done them for various protocols just to test the current version. So we're doing this prototype and this is now the second prototype. And so now we're, we're people are doing them and now we, uh, you know, we try to publish these results. We'll hope that people can then see that and find that useful and then also want to try out the framework. And so we're always also asking for feedback at the end and hope that if someone has done it, they'll give us some insights in what we could do better, what we're maybe missing. Um, yeah. But, but this is the light version, I guess, right? So we've, we had so many more questions um, that, that go a lot deeper. But even here with these 15 questions, the stuff that I heard in the community was like, man, this is way too long. Um, so maybe there needs to even be a shorter version of it. Light, um, light. Light, light. Yeah, I feel like we've already given it that name, the shortest name that we could find. So maybe there needs to be like a extra small, um, just asking maybe five questions. Maybe the YOLO version, YOLO FOMO yeah. version. The YOLO version. <laughs> <laughs> Does number go up? And then yeah. you can, yeah. So yeah, we'll, see, we'll see how that goes, but yeah, it's out there. Since, um, since at the moment everybody's still in the wake of what happened with Luna, do you think this framework would have helped? Um, because we, we did touch on the topic, right? When we were going through the, the Luna, we, we were, um, was it on a previous episode that we were talking about um, yeah, yeah. Whether or not uh, was it was it were we discussing whether or not it, it was a Ponzi or not or how Ponzi yeah, yeah, is did. it or yeah, right. We did so, that on this Luna episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do you think? You think we would have would would this um, light evaluation framework have you know? Re given us a few red flags? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think an obvious one, and we talked about that on the podcast, is this is the the, the anchor protocol, right? Where, yeah. um, which creates so much demand for the token, but the demand that is created for the token kind of comes from the protocol um, propping it up. So they have this marketing budget, I'd call it, and they'd mm -hmm. give away 20% yield per year for depositing tokens. But that would not really come from anywhere. It would come from their treasury. So it was a marketing budget, therefore not really sustainable. Um, and I don't know if it really had to be sustainable, but it was definitely something, if you looked into that, you would have, to some degree, would have seen that um, there's an, 
a very, very large percentage of the circulating supply of that of the stablecoin UST is 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 in there. So that's really the major um, demand creation mechanism, and that's something that maybe would have raised a red flag. There's other questions, I guess. I think we also have one. Um, just going through it. From, where, from that uh, aspect, right, Flo, mm -hmm. I would say that we, when we, when, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but just mm. before you moved on, I just thought, you know, the few questions we put in there under the ecosystem category would have at least made you, you know, take a pause and consider things, right? Like, you know, it's a project transparent uh, with what it does. You know, in this case, you would, you, you would, I have to think about okay for how long will this capital be flowing in to prop up the anchor system right and then yeah yeah second the, the another good question that we liked was uh how time tested is the project because you could say overall the project's been around for a long time or longer time but you know whenever a project changes yeah in this case them giving you know giving out <laughs> giving out money right that's that's something new and that changes the dynamic totally and in that case it was you know how long how long since they started that maybe like a year and a half yeah well so i think then, they started it earlier but like when it became popular yeah like maybe a year and a half or a year ago yeah so then yeah. or even that question where i like that you know asks what type of company is this similar to in the traditional world right like you would you would be thinking shit yeah do we know another company that's you know giving us money to put our our capital pocket there right and and making it so blatant and explicit you go yeah maybe there's some in the traditional world but they don't usually last very long right it's almost too good to be true or they just yeah i mean yeah they to some degree paypal paypal did it right they, they did this thing where when he signed up or referred a friend, I don't know exactly know what it was, but they gave you money. And that obviously couldn't last forever, but they used it as this bootstrapping mechanism where um, that would grow the network large enough. And, and so, yeah, we've got a question there for this network effects, right? And maybe that would have helped too, to look into um, how network effects, are, are evolving in this system, right? Is, is this all yeah. kind of just like stuff built on the back of each other or is there some real utility happening um, that gives individuals that use the system more, more use? And I know that Tara from the beginning or when I wrote this article, I think it was like in July or so last year um, about evaluating their ecosystem I know that back then there was like these talks about Chai. They had this um, payment provider and, and there were these talks about that they had integrated to this real world, um, I don't know if it was a supermarket or something in Korea. And you could actually pay with this app and the yeah. app would transact in, this, in, in stable coins. And they were saying like, hey, this creates real world use. So we have this adoption and if the end, I guess like if this really would have been the case and there was like so much real world use for it, um, maybe something like would have, what has happened wouldn't have happened. Um, but 
if you if you looked into this thing and found out that 70% or so, I'm making this up, I don't know the exact number, 70% is really locked up in this anchor protocol where you get yield for depositing the stable coin based on a marketing budget that shows you that they're really still in this very early bootstrapping phase and haven't been successful in um, creating this wide adoption of use yet. Yeah, and so remember that's that. Why, yeah. Remember when uh, we were recording that and I texted my South Korean friend and she, she came back like an hour <laughs> later saying, no, never heard of it. <laughs> that was a big red flag too, right? Because when you were looking at the marketing material, they made it seem like it was a big thing already. Like, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that bit of research would have helped people True, to yeah. make a better decision as well. And yeah, that's a, a very good point you made with PayPal because you might, it's okay to spend a marketing, to spend money marketing, but the point is you want people to come and then, you know, stay for something else, right? Like give people a good yeah. welcome, welcome drink, but you want them to stay for the other cocktails, right? You don't want yeah. them to be coming in nonstop, sitting around waiting for the next free drink. Yeah, and I think it's yeah. super important to consider that with PayPal, what they built was so good that people came in and thought, "Yeah, this thing really fulfills a need. We'll keep using it." Right? Yeah, just stayed and used it, right? So, and that maybe wasn't really the case. So there were, and maybe that's because they were still in this bootstrap phase, and they fa they failed in that bootstrapping phase. And um, who knows? Like if they maybe if they would have gotten a lot a, a bit more time um with their whole ecosystem they would have been able to deploy it um to like wider but yeah i still don't know if if the whole system of this algorithmic stablecoin would have held up that's another whole thing right i think we have a question as well where we talk about um the the mechanism or how proven this kind of system is yeah. And if you'd answer that question, you'd quickly find out that most of the algorithmic stablecoins that exist or that have existed in the past have failed. Yeah. And so that would be a red flag. You'd say like, oh, that's interesting. Like, what are they doing different? And then you might look into what are they doing different? And you'd find out not much actually, right? Well, they've, they, in fact, they've just started to do something different by buying Bitcoin as reserve. Um, but that only was just the beginning, right? They just had like 20% or so backed by Bitcoin. And when the peg broke, they didn't do much, right? In fact, they, I think they burned or they, yeah, they just yeah, sold off 3 billion. It was 3 billion huh. in uh, worth of Bitcoin um, and didn't help. Yeah, what did you say? They had 80,000 Bitcoin and ended up with 300. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they published. So, yeah, kind of was that mechanism, but it didn't help. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, I think I think overall, doing these questions and answering them thoroughly before investing would have helped. And maybe it's a it's you know maybe maybe sometimes you just want to like get a small position. I like to do that sometimes too, like get a small position to some in something, just to keep it on your radar. And then, but when you add to your position, then I think it's time to do something like that or add bigger, like more size, depending on your net worth. And it's, then it's, it should be time to, 
to do something like that, to look into something like this and find out more. Yeah. Um, yeah. About this. Yeah. And, so, and yeah. Uh, I'm hoping people actually start uh, sending, like if I was doing one, I'd send it over to flow and go, Hey, I I'm really looking to put a decent amount of cash into this thing. What do you think I've answered? The questions i know you're interested in the project as well could you have a look because maybe you know i i have some blind spots maybe there's some some uh issues with my understanding could you have a look at how i've answered these questions and i think that's also something that i hope people do with our framework you know to actually share it and and then yeah get that whole framework actually done in a more in-depth way right where multiple different perspectives have been considered right and you then come out come away with something that yeah it, it really really gives you good grasp you know and it if it only costs you a few hours a couple of hours and it saves you putting fifty percent of your, of your, of your dollars in 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 a, something that will crash in the future. Yeah. Yeah, it's not sustainable. Like, yeah, it's just like not good. Yeah, I I, I can envision like there there'd be like these cool dynamics of, um, sort of like an investment club that's formed, where let's say we now put this out on Twitter an evaluation or someone does someone does this and puts it out on twitter um and then people could just discuss people could just debate hey why did you answer it this way like i think it's totally uh, it's much lower than that because of this or i think uh, the it yeah. score is much higher because of that i think these could also be um cool dynamics where yeah people could really have something tangible or something structured to debate about because yeah you were debating about these particular questions and how to answer them and you could do that piece by piece and not just say oh this is a ponzi but you'd have mm. to um back it up back it up by where exactly or where exactly does yeah where, where exactly does this ponzi aspect come from right yeah and and the cool thing would be, I hope you know, if enough, if if it generates enough um, buzz, people would even start saying, "Hey, look at this other project, right? I think this other project yeah. does it way better. You know, it doesn't have this weakness, and it just helps the whole, like you called it, the investment club, learn from each other, yeah, um, and make better decisions, right? And allocate capital more effectively, which is good for everyone involved." Yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah, I think there's some interesting dynamics, and I, I can see that um, potentially happening in the community. So far, we haven't really um, done that. People have tested theirs, and we've posted it in there, um, where people have posted their results. But I think what it needs is is like this, is like this. Uh, yeah, it needs to be in this like nice and comparable and shareable framework. And um, we're still looking for the right tool. So we're playing around with, with different tools. I've used Google survey for this one. Um, but then Google survey doesn't allow you to calculate fields. Um, and 
then you also, well, you have to use Google survey um, because they can, they can save temporary results. And since it's a two hour evaluation, I guess it'd be good to save a draft. Yeah. And continue at some point later. So yeah, we haven't really found the, the right solution for it yet. And maybe that's something we need to put some more time on and, or build something on our own uh, that can yeah. be, yeah, that can facilitate all these different um, effects. Because I think that'd be the most interesting thing, right? If, you, if there's a nice way to share it, a nice way to collaborate on it, like leave comments on it, stuff like that, I think could be really, really powerful. Yeah. So you mentioned a few times that it might take roughly two hours, right? But I would say this would be for something that you're relatively unfamiliar with, right? For a project that you're unfamiliar with. Like if say, if say I were to do the framework thinking about evaluating ETH or Bitcoin, I would be able to run through that very quickly and come away with a score very quickly, right? So even for people that um i i hope people do it in that quick way if you know they know the project pretty well they've been spending months if not years researching mixing around watching youtube videos you know listening to founders then i think they'd be able to um, go through this framework pretty quickly in minutes maybe um and and then come away with a score right just so that it gives them again that relative ability to compare with other with other projects they, they would evaluate in the future and maybe come back and then re revisit that initial blitz uh, evaluation that they did, you know. Um, Later on, yeah. Yeah. So maybe it'd be even cool if, if a lot of people started doing it with, you know, things like Bitcoin, because it just helps with the process of understanding how and why somebody should invest, you know, and how much and, yeah. How long for? Yeah, like, like even as like give an example, and maybe that's something we can do. Um, in a future version of this, we could um, put a very popular token like Ethereum or Bitcoin as the example on how to answer the question, right? Yeah. And where that information can be found, I think that might be useful for people too. If we'd have something like, why does this token have value, and we'll answer it. Um, you know, with like IE or EG, Ethereum does have value because, and then we'll we'll write that down. And if somebody's yeah. now evaluating ApeCoin, that might help them uh, to look into um, or to have a reference point. Yeah, actually, that's a really cool. That would be a really really cool feature. You know, to yeah. be able to say say I know a project really well right, this popular token, you select it from a drop-down list, right? Say you select Bitcoin and then you see how this supposedly could be answered, right? According yeah. to the Bitcoin standard. And then, um, yeah, it, it, would, it would help in a, in, a, in a big way, I think. And make it really fun too. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a cool idea. I've written it down. Maybe we can add this to prototype version three. So is this oh, a wait. podcast or a brainstorm session? I think it's both. I think it's always both. Yeah, it's always both. That's what makes these things so cool. Just talking. Talking in general is something that unlocks thoughts. Yeah. 
especially often, when you're talking about have before. Yeah, especially when you're talking about something new, right? Because then yeah. no wonder I always feel so drained afterwards. <laughs> I need yeah, to go, yeah. go take a six hour nap at whenever I hang up after speaking with Flo. Uh, you can. Yeah. After this. I don't freeze. <sighs> so yeah, that I think um that's sort of the the gist of the evaluation framework. Yeah. Flo and I had and, and everyone else involved, right? It was really fun to come up with and to work together to do. So really excited to see what the feedback is when people start using it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting more by the day uh, from the community. And I don't know what the next steps will be. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll publish the, one of the, or two of the evaluations on Twitter and um, link to the form so that people can try it out um, and then give us more feedback. And we'll see, yeah. see what, we, what we'll do with it. We'll turn it into our own tool. That's definitely something we're thinking about. Um, that will put a version of this on our website that, um, yeah, just allows people to fill it out, try this out, get the results for themselves, have a look at them, share them with others, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, as always, right, I hope people have a look and jump on Discord or wherever, reach us on Twitter and just let us know what they think. Because, you know, you could make a suggestion and then, help us build even a better product so please please come by and say hi or join the team i mean we have um we have this working group for this right so there's a couple of people that are involved and interested in this and we we obviously we start with investors but we um we're thinking of also doing this for builders because we think it would be very interesting for for builders alike right so let's say we are consulting a client on how to do their tokenomics. And then like for them answering these questions, the questions right now they're asked for investors, but the answer to the questions is, is valuable for both. So somebody who's building a product, he would also be like, he would have answered the question of how his project gains value. And he has answered the question of the competitive advantage. Otherwise he wouldn't have wouldn't be building or it, or it wouldn't have received funding or anything. But then when it comes down to questions like, why does this token have value? Yes, then I guess the person would um, immediately, the, the, the person who's building it would immediately have thoughts about where, what the utility of this, of this token is and would really help them. So in a later version, I guess we're gonna build one for, for builders as well. Um, but yeah, we haven't spent a lot of time on that, but that's something we're, we're very keen on, on doing because the, the data that is required is, is very similar. It's just questioning to be framed a little bit different and maybe you don't need the, the score, but something else to help builders. So yeah, if you have any, any thoughts on that or would like to help us on, on, on creating this framework for builders, join us on mm -hmm. discord mm -hmm. yeah anything else before we wrap it up on the evaluation framework no i think be cool 
I think we said what we wanted to say, thought about what we wanted to think about. I think it's just, yeah, next, next step would be to just see how people use it. So I think happy to wrap it up here. Yeah. Cool. Thanks everyone then. Thanks for listening. Until next time. <laughs>